May only truth be spoken here and only truth be heard in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. So the other day, my brother asked me what my favorite, um, what my favorite cliche to live by is. And I thought of a lot. The one I, get, the one I answered him right away with, just to give you an example of a, of a good cliche to live by, is um, Yogi Berra, the Yankees coach, who, who was a master of these things, right? And he, he said, it ain't over till it's over, which I love to live by because there are times when, you know, I, I think, oh, it's all done, you know, things are finished and, you know, life in Christ teaches us. It ain't over till it's over. And, um, but as I've been thinking about this question, I realized there are, there are actually a great many kind of cliches or slogans that have found their way into my consciousness that I've come to lean on and depend. But the one that came up for me with this week's readings was this. It was given to me by a friend and a mentor in the ministry um, in a season where I was going through a great transition as a minister. And he said to me, ministry is full of hellos and goodbyes. And when he said that to me, I was like, well, yeah, yeah. But the more I've, the way these kind of cliches work, the more I lived with it over time, the more I started to see it everywhere. Um, and the more I realized it's not really confined to the ministry of an ordained person, but the saying ministry is full of hellos and goodbyes applies to all of us who are ministers, whether we're ordained, whether we're lay people. Life is full of hellos and goodbyes. In the church, we have ways and sacraments around marking those hellos and goodbyes. So we have baptism, which is the church's great hello, welcome in. And we have burial, which is the church's great commendation of the ones we love to God. We have, we have the dismissal at the end of the service. We have the greeting at the beginning. Our life together is full of hellos and goodbyes. And for those of us who are lay ministers, serving and working in the world, just think of all the comings and goings and the hellos and goodbyes that are part of your life. Maybe if you're a teacher, there's the beginning of a new class year, and then the goodbye to the students as they pass on to the next. Maybe if you're a parent, there's, you know, from the beginning with the first hello to the end when it's time to go and be in the world, independent. There are great hellos like marriage and great goodbyes like losing a spouse. Our life from one moment to the next is full of hellos and goodbyes. And our life with God too, I think through this Easter season for us together, we've seen the way that the risen Christ introduces us to this hello and goodbye, that the life of faith is not one experience that's constant and unchanging, where we constantly feel 
you know, the presence of God and we're constantly filled with that feeling of being filled with the Holy Spirit, but really our experience of the risen Christ is hello and goodbye. It's glimpsing and disappearing. It's Jesus coming into the locked room and then going out again. It's Jesus showing up on the road to Emmaus and breaking the bread and then vanishing in their sight. And of course, in this past week with the Ascension, it's Jesus who died and rose again, goodbye and hello. In the Ascension, the risen Christ rises up to heaven. Our life with each other and our life with God is, is full of these hellos and these goodbyes, coming and going. And life is dynamic, it moves. The, the reading we have today from the Gospel of John, from chapter 17, is known as Jesus' high priestly prayer, which he prays at the end of his farewell discourse. Because in John, Jesus doesn't just say stuff, he says stuff for three chapters or four chapters at a time. Um, so Jesus, after washing the feet of the disciples, he speaks to them at length, reminds them, tells them that this is his last moment with them. So on that night, on that last supper, he washes their feet and then he speaks to them about how he is leaving them, how he is going to his death, his crucifixion, how things are about to change in the way that their relationship has been. It won't be the same as it had been. And after speaking to them about this, he makes a transition where he begins to pray. So he's got them gathered at the table and gathering them in prayer, he turns to God and he starts to pray to God with the ones that he is leaving as he goes toward his death. He prays for their unity, for their ability to live out his commandment that they love one another. And he prays, he prays for them. He simply prays for them. And, and he says, part of what he does is he thanks God and what I noticed today, in all of this hello and goodbye, this coming and going, is that Jesus says, you have given them to me. I actually have to look at the gospel. Jesus says to them, they were yours when you gave them to me. They were yours, and you gave them to me. That's his last prayer and his last reflection as he sits at the table with the disciples. Even Jesus, who was present at the beginning of creation and is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, even he, as the incarnate, as the incarnation of God, even he experienced this life of hello and goodbye. And he experienced, just like we do, that life moves, it's fleeting. 
They were yours. And for this time that Jesus was alive, God gave these people to Jesus. For this time that Jesus walked the earth, God gave him these people to love, to care for, to teach and to tend. And as he looks toward his own death, he's acknowledging and giving thanks to God for the gift of having been given these people in his life. And for us, this is, this is a model for all of us who minister in this world of hellos and goodbyes to realize that all of this and one another it's all been given to us for a season by God. They were yours and you gave them to me to love, care for, encourage, strengthen, whether this is the children in my classroom, whether this is the person across the counter from me at the restaurant, whether this is the person sitting next to me in the pew, they are gods. And somehow God has given them to me to minister to and care for and to love for this season between the hello and the goodbye. Now, yesterday, Gail and I and several others from this congregation traveled down to New York for the consecration of our new bishop. And I have about one brain cell left. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things I heard yesterday and, and that, are, that are in my mind, but there's one that I wrote down, and so I actually remember it. One thing that our new bishop said to us, he said, the world needs a gospel that is bold and bright and clear. The world needs good news that is bold, bright, and clear. Maybe more now than it ever has before. And so on this day, when we remember Jesus' prayer of thanksgiving, that God gave people to him to live and walk with, the people right in front of him who were his to care for. And while he walked this earth, he told us good news that was bold and bright and clear. This week, I invite you in your prayer to ask God to show you who it is that God has given to you in this season, who it is that God has given you to tend and minister to and care for. And as God has given them to you, to us, how will we share with them good news that is bold and bright and clear? 
they were yours. And you gave them to me. May we go forth giving thanks for this gift. And by the grace of God, may we treat it and hold it and honor it as the gift that it is. Amen.